There's more to life than chocolate shakes, Serena. <laughs> wow, okay. Now hold out your hands and your knuckles so that I might wreck them with my ruler. You're <laughs> <Good> class. <laughs> Hey, it's me, Audrey, from the future. Allison and I recorded this entire podcast, that's right, all 40-something-odd episodes, well over a year ago, and only now am I really digging into this backlog. So apologies for the inconsistency. I'm going to try to do better, okay? But you know what? Life uh, finds a way to get in the way. Anyway, at the time of recording this episode, both Allison and I were recovering from covid i've tried to edit out as many of the coughs as possible so if the sound feels a little bit weird to you that's probably why i hope you enjoy this episode it's called usagi's first kiss we're about to jump into it it is wild and the episodes are only gonna get more wild from here on out anyway enjoy nephrite the pickup artist and um, his inappropriate relationship with Molly, a teenager. Okay, bye. Welcome to Sailor Moon Therapy Hour. We are your hosts, Audrey. And I'm Allison. And we are not therapists. We just watch anime. <laughs> and the anime that we've been watching is Sailor Moon, both the original Deke dub from the 90s and the more recent Viz uh, subtitle. So... We take turns watching it, and it has been a trip and also very therapeutic. Yes. I'm uncovering so many repressed memories. <laughs> is that the goal of therapy? I'm not sure. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> Probably <working>? not. <laughs> well, I do because I watch things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, and I forgot about that. So it, it's like uncovering repressed memories, but they're all about Sailor Moon. <laughs> sort of like I'm Tuxedo Mask in this episode. <laughs> Great transition, Allison. How about you tell us the synopsis of this week's episode? <laughs> Thank you. So I watched, uh, hang on, I'm trying to find that title. I watched episode 18 of the dub and 22 of the sub, because the dub misses episodes. And it was called Worth a Princess's Ransom or Romance Under the Moon, Usagi's First Kiss, which is honestly very promising. Yes. Um... Kind of a letdown. Yeah, I have some things to say about it when we when we get to that point. But Yeah, when we get there. Yeah. So the summary of this episode, short summary, is that there is a princess in town. I don't believe they ever say where she's from, but they're going to they're in town specifically to show off their fancy diamond that's been in their family for a million years or whatever, 400 years. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, maybe it's the silver imperium crystal that they occasionally remember that they're looking for for occasionally unclear reasons." And so the Negaverse is out to get it. The Sailor Scouts are like, "Maybe she's Princess Diamond since she has the Princess Imperial Crystal." Sorry, maybe she's the Sailor Moon Princess. Mm -hmm. Her name is Princess Diamond, which is also very funny. And then uh and then Tuxedo Mask is like, "Oh my god, I need that crystal because he has dreams," which we'll get to. And so and then Molly's just there for some reason. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the episode is like they take over first Molly. The bad guys take over first Molly and then the diamond princess trying to get a hold of the diamond. And there's some backstory about Tuxedo Mask. But then um, it just remains a mystery. But they do rescue the diamond and Princess Diamond. Um, and Nephrite is in trouble. Yes, he is. So that's our, that's our setup. 
What a beautiful setup. Thank and you so yeah, much. I, this was a, thank you. This was a trip. Yeah. This episode was a trip and it was the one I remembered. You remembered this episode? Yeah. I was saying last, last time at the end of last episode that I was wondering if this would be the episode with the princess with the glasses where when her glasses comes off, she's pretty. And I don't know why this episode stuck so strongly in my mind, especially because none of the relevant parts stuck strongly in my mind. It was specifically Princess Diamond that stuck in my head. And I was thinking about it and I, I'm wondering if maybe it was just that like they used like a clip of this episode in one of like the Cartoon Network Adult Swim like commercials because I feel like I've seen that Princess Diamond like 5,000 times in my life. I feel connected to her. I feel like <laughs> we might have known each other in a past life. <laughs> long, long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just have very, very distinct memories. So you know how at the beginning, at least like, yeah, I think in both the sub and the dub, they do like a, like Sailor Moon does like a quick thing of like what's about to happen in the episode. Um, and I was like, is that Marvin in a dress because of the, the glasses? Because it's like the glasses, yes, the spirals. She looks exactly like the spiral Marvin glasses. And it does make you wonder if Marvin's secretly very pretty under those glasses. Oh, I bet he is. Although he also, is a creep. Nobody has that type of like bottle cap lens glasses anymore where like they distort your eyes i think probably some people do because it's like a very strong prescription it would be like a really thick probably do but i feel like it's also like the whole image of like glasses make you less pretty is just not really in our cultural consciousness the same way like very true glasses make you sexy like i feel like i see that in the cultural consciousness yeah i mean um maybe glasses make you look smart i'm wearing some now you're wearing they're very sexy. And I do wonder if you would be prettier with them off. <laughs> Hold on, let's let's see. see. Take them off. Let's see if we recognize you. Oh, my God. Who is that? Who, who is she? Is she? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I guess one of the big, like, premises of the whole show is that if you wear, like, this on your face, nobody knows who you are. Yeah, so know. Especially this episode. <laughs> We're like... We're going to get to it, but one moment where Nephrite, just because it it makes more sense in the context of yes. where we are right now than later. But when Nephrite, like, takes off his, it's me, Mr. Pickup Artist, or whatever. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, we can tell they're, like, translucent. <laughs> you look exactly the same. Yeah. You look the same. I mean, I guess they also didn't recognize Sailor Moon, and she's not even wearing glasses. She's just wearing a different hairstyle and dress. Yeah, but she's Who also wearing, she? like, a push-up bra. Who is she? Her own father I mean, I doesn't guess recognize her. we could her. argue that her disguise wand may actually have some sort of mystical properties that are disguising. We could apply that to her sailor costume, too. True. Well, it definitely gave her a boob job. I would say <laughs> Don't say that about 14 year olds. <laughs> Speaking of 14 year olds, <laughs> let's get into this. Yeah, this episode. is an episode for that. So we start with there's a traffic jam of cars. Serena's late to school again. I mean, I assume school, they don't say. Yeah. And they're like, what's going on with these cars? There's some sort of security check going in on. And of course, it's because of this princess and her diamond that have come to town. We cut to classroom. No, Molly runs into them on the street mm-hmm. and she looks very weird and very bad like like traumatized i was like oh here's molly again she's traumatized and she is she's still traumatized from the last time we saw her which was when she got freaking she met up with nephrite because she thought he was her boyfriend and he like sucked all her energy out 
<laughs> so she's like thinking about that and flashing back to this dude that she thought she liked who then attacked her. And she's like, was that just a dream? Because that doesn't really make any sense. But she says it in a Brooklyn accent and also like kind of chipper, which didn't really match with her face, but. Do you think I'm stupid, sailor girl? I know who you really are. I guess it was a dream or else I'd remember more of it. Hey, we'd better get our rears in gear. If I'm late again, I'll get attention. Must have been just a dream. <laughs> Like, it's so hard to capture that because it's not actually a Brooklyn accent. It's a Canadian trying to do a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, but it's like close enough that it is, but it also, it's hard to do, I feel like, because it's wrong. But Can I tell you, mm -hmm. interrupting, but we had suggested doing this raised hands thing on our app to try to help with the lag and talking over each other. If you do it, you do need to turn it back off because I'm getting seasick. <laughs> Bouncing your image up and down. <laughs> it's very distracting. I noticed you look at it and then like, it kind of like threw you off while you were talking. I was like, maybe this isn't going to work. <laughs> I'm not sure it will. Cause I mean, maybe I'll learn to notice it, but I definitely noticed it in the middle of this discussion. <laughs> It, I think it just stays on until you turn it off again. Oh, I guess that makes sense. So on Molly. Like this. Ooh. Ooh, look how she bounces. <laughs> Who is she? All right. <laughs> so Molly in the sub is definitely like very tired and in no way chipper. And she's not concerned at all about the fact that this man attacked her. She's just like, oh, does he not like me anymore? It's like, what does he, <laughs> what does he think of me? <laughs> and I'm still like, at no point. So this is literally the first time that we've seen her since she was like in a coma from all of her energy getting sucked out, which they never returned to her. So I assumed that she was just like really tired and that's kind of why she's like kind of mopey this episode. But from the words that she's saying, and it sounds like in both versions, it sounds like she's just lovesick a little bit over this grown ass man. Yeah. Instead of actually sick. People don't seem that concerned about her. That suggests maybe she wasn't like in a coma or anything dramatic, even though that's what we've been implied happens to people when they're, I mean, actually, I don't know if we know what happens to people when they get their energy sucked out because they've always had it returned to them in the past. Yeah. No, no, they have not. Remember the teacher almost died. She just didn't have her last treatment. Yeah. So they didn't yeah, get the so last one. So she just got to enjoy um, <laughs> losing a lot of weight really fast, I guess. Oh my gosh. I have statements about that, but I'm going to save it until we have one of our moments where they yeah. rag on Sailor Moon for eating. Yeah. So Molly. So um, yeah. In the classroom. Go ahead. Oh, so, but they, didn't they say that she was hospitalized at least in the dub? And so we're just going to gloss over remember. that. I cannot remember yeah. if they said it. All right, so we're in the classroom. Yeah, Melvin shows up. I actually always love Melvin in the dub because they just go like full ham with him. And he's like, hidey ho, neighbors. <laughs> hidey ho, want to hear the latest buzz? Uh -huh. Princess Diamond's in town and she's having a huge party to show all her family's jewels. Who's Princess Diamond? Only the heiress to the largest jewel collection ever. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, so he's there to tell them about Princess Diamond and her jewel and blah, blah, blah. And there's a dance, but only like the best people can get in. They all want to go. And Molly's like, I think it's going to be really boring. They invited all the people who have jewelry stores and my mom's making me go and I don't want to go, but she's being really hard about it. So I got to go. And the Sailor Moon's like, give me your ticket. And Molly's just like, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's interesting. Because, like, she doesn't really talk about how it's boring. She just talks about the um, the fact that her mom has a jewelry store. And so, like, they're going to go. They've been invited specifically by this family um, who, I guess, the first princess of the Kingdom of Diamonds is what they call her in the sub. I don't know what that means, but it sounds the kingdom of diamonds. Yeah. I don't think it means a country. I think it just is kingdom of diamonds is probably their brand. That's been in the family for generations. That would make sense to me. Yeah. And they have a secret treasure. I will say that I wondered if they'd added, they'd added in the Molly stuff just because a couple other times when she says things, it didn't really like fit the situation or her face. And I was like, did they just like decide to have her be bored because it also seems out of character for her to be like oh no i have to go to a fancy dance yeah <laughs> it's not molly no, she's not bored at all she's like i think she's personally i still think she's recovering because i think she's missing a bunch yeah. of energy but she is also like suffering from i guess this crush like this unrequited love or whatever for again an adult man um yes. <laughs> this is a child yeah. and can't stop thinking about him and then so all of the stuff where we see where I would imagine they made her look bored. She was actually just like kind of tired and, and mopey because she just, she seems like depressed, honestly. Yeah. And we're doing like an arc this episode and the next couple episodes about her thing with Nephrite. So it makes sense that that would be like actually a thing they're, they're mm -hmm. hitting on, not just like, no, a dance. Yeah. Um, so the, for the next couple scenes, we're going to have like flip through basically all the characters so that we can see how every single character feels about this dance and this jewel coming. Um, so like next we get like Luna sitting on a newspaper, which is how cats read newspapers. Mm -hmm. Very accurate. <laughs> and she's like, oh, there's a crystal coming to town. Maybe this is the moon princess we're looking for. Um, and then we cut to Queen Beryl, who's like, oh, my God, maybe it's the Imperium Silver Crystal that we need to release the Negaforce. And I swear what they need it for changes from episode to episode. But what? wait, what did she say it was for? To release the Negaforce. <laughs> no, well, because remember, they cut out the Great Ruler because in the in the original. Sub, oh, you're right. Yeah, that's what it's for. It's to revive. It's to revive the Great Ruler. So that's what it does. Yeah, I was wondering if they cut that out because it sounded too like summon Satan-y or something like that. That would make sense because it does look like they're in hell. Yeah, neither of us remember who the great ruler is or no. what that whole thing is about. So who knows? No. Is it Prince Diamond? Speaking of diamonds. Um, I thought Prince Diamond was... Who's Prince Diamond? Isn't there a Prince Diamond later on? There's some like... Some more jewel... It, never mind. Let's not get into it. <laughs> We'll get there when we get there. Trying to rack our brains from shit 20 years ago. <laughs> I didn't remember that this character, the girl, was named Princess Diamond. Is she named Princess Diamond yeah. in the Japanese too? Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember that at all. Of the Kingdom of Diamonds. You know, Diamond of the Diamonds. Diamond Diamond is her name. Because I'm assuming their last name is Diamond. <laughs> Who owns a diamond? 
Yeah, and she owns the diamond. Like, yeah. we got her plot point down just like that. So, Zoocyte and uh, Nephrite have a little, like, fight, which was very hilariously dubbed and translated. Um, and she's like, what are you doing here? I thought Beryl summoned all the... Uh, and he's like, Beryl summoned all the warriors. Of course I'm here. And she's like, she summoned the warriors, not the losers. <laughs> and he goes, fuzz off, Zoocyte. I'm amazed you'd show up, Nephlite, after that embarrassing little encounter with the Sailor Scouts. Queen Beryl summoned her warriors, so I came. Warriors, not losers. Buzz off, Zoocyte. You called Majesty. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Again, it was much more business business as usual in the sub. <laughs> I'm not surprised yeah. because this was like child level bickering. Yeah. And then, yeah, Beryl's like, you know, I want you to go get the crystal. And Zoocyte's like, send me. Nephrite is a loser. <laughs> and, and she says a couple things like that. And they had the exact same face and animation every time, which made me think they'd like splice yeah. the whole conversation together out of nothing. It was really weird. But yeah, she sent Zoocyte. Sorry. She sent Beryl sending Nephrite to go get the crystal. And she's like, don't fuck up because you've already messed up a lot. This is your last chance. And then again, later, Zoocyte's like, why are you sending him? And Beryl's like, you don't understand. Desperation is the best motivation, which was like, A, should go on like a work poster yeah. in their Negaverse office. <laughs> but also I was like, is it? <laughs> because I don't think it's worked out. Like it didn't work out for Jedi. I don't know why you think it's gonna work out for Nephrite. Yeah. Whatever. I thought it was interesting in the, that's actually, I think a really good translation of what she was saying, like actually better that that's like, I would say one of the few times where I actually kind of prefer what she just said to what was, uh, I assume is said in the sub translated. Yeah. Because it's just like, she doesn't say that desperation is a great motivator, but she does say that he's getting desperate and implies that it's a good motivator. Um, in terms of like the way yeah. that she said it in the context, because, you know, I, again, I was saying that it was business as usual between um, Nephrite and Zoysite, you know, who is a man in the original one. Yes. Yes. And they're kind of just arguing about like, um, I mean, I think Nephrite does throw some shade about like, shouldn't you be going to like look for the legendary silver crystal, which I guess they call the Imperium yeah. crystal or whatever. But in this one, um, they're talking about, you know, the party that's going to go on. He's explaining like, oh, we need to go look for it. And Zoysite is demanding to, like Nephrite says, I'm going to go, I'll go do it because Earth is my territory. And like, so, which suggests that Zoysite has been bouncing around all over the universe looking for this crystal. And now I want a series just about that. <laughs> like, I just want to see Zoysite. Yeah. Also, it, sometimes Zoysite's like, shut up to bug nephrite in his mansion or whatever mm -hmm. zoocytes clearly just like being a little shit because i i like the idea that each of them gets assigned like a territory to like gather energy and explore for crystals although hilariously earth is probably the best one because like yeah good luck gathering energy on neptune right, right? There's yeah there's there. no, but it's just well unless they could get gas gas giant energy but zoocyte gets okay that would be another show that i want to watch <laughs> they're like terraforming neptune Ooh. harvesting energy do you think that there's ground under all that gas or do you think it's just a big ball of gas i i'm pretty sure we know this answer but i don't know what it is <laughs> but scientists know oh, okay we'll look it up later <laughs> i don't think there is hmm. zoysite gets really butthurt that barrel immediately is like okay nephrite this is 
you, you can go do it. And she, so that's why Zoicide's like, why did you let him go do that? And that's where the desperation is like a good motivator. But there is yeah. one, one point that I thought was really funny um, that Beryl's like, because Nephrite's saying, I'm going to go do it. It's my territory. I'll go get it. And so Beryl goes, oh, great. What's your plan? And he goes, I'm not going to share it with you. <laughs> he says to Beryl, yes. He's like, you'll just have to wait and see. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mr. Doesn't actually have a plan. Is going to make up, make it up as he goes along. That's Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, that's the first time I've seen anybody give shit back to Beryl. Right? And I was going to say that I figured just because, like, Zoocyte usually, like, rags on Nephrite, but not, like, this way was kind of weird. Um, so, like, the vibes felt a little weird, mistranslated. So that makes more sense. Yeah. But um, I will say that we now get to meet our next villain. I don't know if they have a group name. They're not, like, the Sailor Scouts. Our next crystal... And because we cut to Zoocyte crying on Malachite's lap, like she's like, yeah, she slash he, yeah, <laughs> has, I loved it. has arms folded, like head in his lap, and is like, when will I get my chance? And he's like, you're gonna get a chance. It's fine. Nephrite's gonna fuck up. And then he's like, and in the meantime, like, don't question Beryl's orders. She hates that. And I'm like, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can figure that out from context clues. <laughs> so it was interesting. I was excited to meet Malachi. Yeah. The vibes are interesting because of the whole like gender swap stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they were less interesting because of the gender swap. I don't know. So I was wondering if they changed any of that in the translation. Um, They did. He was. So Zoysite was like sad and complaining, but I can't remember exactly what he said because I was so excited to see Malachite drenched in shadow. I know. <laughs> I like, yeah. Malachite's here. They're still being kind of mysterious. Yeah. Cause yeah. we didn't yeah. fully see like his face, but that's like our first look at Malachite. Be patient. Impatience can be a sign of weakness. But what if Neflite succeeds? I doubt he will. But don't question Beryl's orders. She hates that. I feel like I remember him being one of my favorites. Because I don't know why I'm so excited for Malachite to come. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited for my repressed memories to come back <laughs> in the following episodes. They're definitely building up the hype. Yeah. Like, he is very hyped compared to some of the other people. Like, even Zoicide, like, they, you know, they teased Nephrite. They teased Zoicide with the whole, like, bickering with the other mm -hmm. one. But, like, they didn't have this kind of, like, high-level hype that we yeah. got going on with Malachite. So I'm psyched. I noticed that Zoicite referred to him as Malachite Sema. So like, if you remember from being a weeaboo back in high school, like the, so like, you've got these little uh, suffixes to names, like, mm -hmm. like Naruchan is like my friend, you know, yeah. my friend Molly. Um, mm -hmm. And then San is like Mr. or Miss. So like Narusan or whatever. But Sema means like, and somebody can, will correct me if I'm wrong, but my memory is like that. <laughs> yeah. Sama's like my lord or like my king, and so I thought that yeah. was interesting. Well, I mean, he's yeah. They did seem to have a little bit of a hierarchy. Like obviously they're close because they're basically cuddling, but yeah. also like he's in a throne and she's like she he yeah. <laughs> and Zoisite's on you know on his lap. So there did seem to be like some sort of like hierarchy thing yeah, happening there, which is I, neat. I was interested. I also feel like they're in a relationship though. Like, that was always my vibe. I think they are. Yeah. 
but you know like old times you could have a lord that you serve like oh that's true you know like yeah there's some hierarchy stuff that could that could work i've i've been um reading a lot of uh uh god dan what do they call them dan mays like uh chinese web novels <gasps> and they're like it like and they are the cultivation ones they are all about those kind of hierarchies and stuff <laughs> so so i'm like oh yeah obviously are those kind of like visual novels um this may be a conversation to have after okay. the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, they're 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 more like um more like light novels where they're published like online, but like one chapter oh, every okay. so often. Got it. But I'll just finish finish it off with um so Malachi does finish say, him. <laughs> finish him. Malachi does say to <laughs> basically have patience um because Nephrite's days are numbered. So he doesn't really say anything about Zoicide's relationship with Beryl or any of that. It was more just like, don't worry, like our time is coming, something like that. It's something like a little, it felt a little bit more yeah. mysterious and like ominous. Yes. Yeah. And we're like 10 minutes into the episode, so we should probably yeah, yeah, yeah. kick it up. We're like five minutes. All right. So yeah, so we still haven't even had everybody react to the fact that the princess is coming to town because next we cut to Luna. <laughs> oh my God, we're so early. <laughs> we've got part all no i know luna talking to the sailor scouts and they're all like "Ooh, maybe this crystal's important maybe this is the moon princess how do we get into this ball sailor moon's like we can't get in and ray picks a fight with her kind of out of nowhere where it's like shut up serena obviously we'll figure something out um and they get in a fight and then um ami is just sort of like guys please don't fight like someone come and rescue ami like i'm desperate for someone to rescue ami from the chaos that is her having to mediate constantly none of us even has an invitation they're not gonna let us in the building what you got noodles inside that oh. head of yours to go with the meatballs we're the sailor scouts we'll figure out some way to get in there why are you always yelling at me ray you're so mean <laughs> i wasn't yelling <laughs> we go to the embassy tonight and see if there's a way to get in. In the meantime, I'll do some research, see what I can dig up on the princess and all those jewels of hers. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. I knew that they were going to change it and make her more mean, but it actually made sense because, um, so I wrote down what they were yelling about. And it was that um, Usagi was like really down in the dumps about like you have to have a ticket there's so many guards i just don't know like there, it's going to be impossible for us to get in and then like to even get to princess diamond blah 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 and so she's like laying out all the issues as if it's just impossible and so she's like really down about it and then ray she's not quite yelling but she is like pretty intense <laughs> about it where she's saying like, it's literally our job to figure out these problems. Like, yes, we already know that these are problems. It's now our job to figure it out. That makes more sense. Yeah. And the weird thing is that is almost what they said, but one, she sounded less down about it. And two, Ray didn't say it's our job to figure it out. Ray said, we're the sailors, we'll figure it out, which is like a different vibe. Yep. Like, cause she, Ray in the translation sounded like she was saying, it's not a problem, not like, no, we have to figure out the problem, which is, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, just it gave me the vibe of like when you're in like a group project for class, and somebody just won't stop complaining. Oh, and you're God. like, no, this is literally what we're here in this conversation for. That's what this meeting is for, is to discuss those problems. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like Sailor Moon. 
I will say that probably makes, I wondered if the conversation had been a little different just because the next interaction, Luna kind of snaps at Serena also kind of out of nowhere. I mean, typical for the dub, she's mean to Serena, but like, I was just like, cause Luna goes, I really wish you'd take this sailor stuff more seriously. There's more to life than chocolate milkshakes. And I was like, she literally was just talking about all the things that she needed to solve. Right. Like she didn't. I wish you'd take this scout business more seriously. You know, there's more to life than chocolate milkshakes. Mm -hmm. What? Why? Where did this come from, Luna? I don't even remember what Luna said. Probably something normal. Yeah. And they always go for the food. Like, how yeah. dare you eat? Which is really a lot from a show that did a whole episode on like, no, you got to eat. Eating's fine. And then they never shut up about Serena eating. Yeah. Skinny Serena. <laughs> I was thinking about this because my brother made us uh, steamed pork buns and they were really, really, really good. And I was thinking about it because in that episode, she ate too many steamed pork buns because she hadn't eaten all day. And and Luna, and I was thinking that the funny thing about that episode was that the message was sort of like, because they were like, because you hadn't eaten, you ate too many pork buns. And so their message was kind of like, you know why you shouldn't starve yourself? Because you might eat too much. <laughs> That's a good point. Anyway, now we go to uh, Serena's house and her dad is in a suit because he's been invited for work. I think we find out he's like a photographer, but he's been invited for work to the dance. And she's like, take me. And he's like, no. <laughs> and so finally it occurs to her. It's so funny how long this took yeah. her because she used to use the solution every single episode. But she's like, oh, I could use my disguise wand. <laughs> and so she says... Transform me into the foxiest femme around, which was what? quite a statement. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Hold yeah. on. Okay, I've got two things to say. One is that we finally mm -hmm. found out what her dad's job is in this episode. Yeah. And so in the sub, um, he's doing an article for a magazine that he works for. So he's like actually a journalist. Oh. Yeah. So he's a writer and photographer. Yeah. They never exactly explain it in the dub. Yeah. So he, that's, that's why he's there, which makes sense is like, and he's actually excited during all the hubbub during it. Cause he's like, Oh, a big scoop. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, of course that's her dad. Yeah, that's so cute. That is so appropriate. Yeah. Like, yes. They're both nosy and interested in gossipy and yes, yeah, cute. And then the second thing is that she, um, in the sub, it was really funny because she whips, she's like, oh, I know. And she whips out the disguise pen and Luna's like, no, no, don't do it. Because she's like, you can't use it for personal use. But she turns herself into. Which I was like, Luna, you literally just told her to take sailor business more seriously and figure out how to get into this dance. And then like three seconds later, you're like, you can't use this for personal use, Serena. And yeah. like, she is, she's not get a girl. Yeah, she is complaining about like how much she wants to be there and see all the beautiful people and like be able to dress yeah. up and blah, blah, blah. So it, it is kind of for personal use, but also good point. And she does yeah. say that she says, transform me into a beautiful <laughs> princess. And, um, and so she turns it. That makes more sense. Yeah. It's, Beautiful princess is so much more on point for A, the costume she wound up in, but B, the whole like theme of the episode because yeah. they have a running thing about like princess waiting for your prince mm -hmm. and princesses and secret princess and stuff. Yeah. So that makes more sense. Foxiest femme was like questionable on many levels. I've just, also, foxy is a 1970s term for sexy. Like that wasn't yeah. even cool in the 90s. And femme is an LGBTQ term now. <laughs> You're right. We'll take our words. No, no, it's <laughs> <Thank> fine. <laughs> um, 
turned it turned it into a I whole was just different like, thing. You got a lot of stuff happening here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, then she and Luna have the whole little like semi fight, but she's like, no, I'm totally gonna do business. And Luna's like, when you're not eating. Oh, and I was like, can you guys God. let her eat food? Yeah, and the sub, it was literally just so, like her, Luna again saying like, you can't be using this for personal use. And then Usagi makes the correct point of like, hey, I'm trying, I'm I'm gonna do sailor business. Like, I'm this is gonna get me into the party yeah. to then yeah. see if she's the moon princess. I'm also gonna have fun, Yeah, but I'm gonna do sailor business. Exactly. I love her. So we have one last person to check in with before we finally go to the party, and that is Tuxedo Mask slash Darian. Uh, he wakes up in his bed from a dream where a mysterious voice in a shadowy female figure is telling him, Tuxedo Mask, find the crystal. And he goes, I will. Then we can be together again. Oh. Um, so they added that flashback line. to, I guess, his past with Moon. Oh, what did he say? Oh, it was just... Um... She does say, get me the legendary silver crystal, and he doesn't really say anything. Um, and then he wakes up in a I sweat. wonder if they added it because it was kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. And he wakes like, up. Like it it makes sense that they're more vague about it. Cause like this one they were really trying to be like, no. Yeah. Because I was like And I did find it interesting that like, yes, it's a shadowy female figure who also happens to have the butt, like the distinctive like Usagi buds. Yeah. <laughs> a shadowy Female figure who is clearly Serena. Yeah. Um, again, for anyone who hasn't watched this series in a long time, and we're not supposed to know, except for technically, if you watch the dub, you've already been told because they tell you in the first episode, but they are reincarnated from a previous life where she was the moon princess and he was the earth king and they were together, but like they got attacked and they had to like go be reborn. And so that's why he's dreaming about it. Yeah. I don't know what the crystal has to do with anything, but. Um... Uh, I did. I well, I'm not going to say anything because it'll spoil it. But I do remember why. Okay, no spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. Only the spoilers that the dub already gave us. <laughs> okay, so in this next scene, we're at the dance. Everyone's in line getting in, and Sailor Moon in her princess dress walks by Amy and Ray, who are just in like regular dresses, and kind of waves them off. They're surprised to see her, and then she like she's like. Oh, I hope they don't like catch me. But she's like, she goes to get in and they're like, uh, are you on the list? And she's like, of course, I'm Countess Popover. And she goes like strolling in and the guy's like, like Popover, Popover, looking through his list. Oh, it was kind of funny. Yeah, it, that was the one I wanted to comment on because it makes more sense with like that she transformed herself into a princess. And so she literally just makes up a kingdom and goes, um, I'm the princess from the kingdom of Ivanovich, which I've. I don't know what the significance of that is. Yeah, that does sound like it. But would be. she says it like so regally, like she literally just walks on by, just like I'm from Ivanovich. I'm the princess of it. <laughs> and he's like, "What?" I like that. Yeah. Yes, I just love that when she's in disguise, she's so confident. Like nothing can bring her down. She's so good. Yeah, it's very Serena. Yeah, and and she gets in and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" Every because everyone's wearing like the tuxedo mask, like mm -hmm. little like pointy mask. Oh, yeah, this is cute. And she goes, "Oh," as they're dancing in their ball gowns, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, they're all wearing masks, just like in the movies." And I was like, "Serena girl, what movies? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?" Like, it makes more sense in Japanese. Is that a thing? Rich people wear masks. <laughs> yeah, haven't you seen Eyes Wide Shut? <laughs> no, um, she's specific because it's like. If it's a masquerade ball, you would be wearing masks. Yeah. But they never explain it. I don't know that it's a common, uh, like, thing in Japan, maybe? Or it wasn't at the time. Because her comment is, oh, my God, it's like a masquerade ball. It's like being in a foreign movie. 
So I think that it's like yeah. mostly a non-Japanese. Uh, you could have said it's like a ma- yeah. If they'd be like, oh, it's a masquerade ball, like I would have been like, cool, I know what you're talking about. When it's just like, yeah, everyone's wearing masks, like in the movies, and I was like, do people wear masks? Yeah, that's just lazy translation. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I did have a comment here because she is so excited about it. She's like, I love masquerade balls. It's just like in the foreign movies, <clears throat> and I'm wondering if. Because remember, Tuxedo Mask doesn't really have control over his transformation. He seems to transform when she transforms Mm -hmm. for the most part, except for this episode, actually. So do we think that this love for masquerades is why he's Tuxedo Mask? Because he fits just in. Like, did he have a mask in his previous life? And, and so that's why he has the mask and that's why she likes masks. Or does he have the mask because she likes masks and his whole outfit is designed based on her fantasies? Yeah. Ooh, I like both of these theories. Mm-hmm. I'll also notice that literally in this scene, not only is Serena not wearing a mask, but we see a room full of people in masks and Molly standing there without a mask. And I'm like, guys, did you not get, that's like the opposite of the thing where you show up and you think it's a costume party and you're not wearing, and you're, and no one else is wearing costumes. You think it's a normal ball, but everyone else is wearing masks. Like, someone give these people a mask. Yeah. Don't they just hand them uh, out when you walk in? Now we're... <clears throat> right? But they all get their mas- matching masks. So now we're going to have the creepy adult man Here we go. with the 14-year-old girl again. Because Nephrite has noticed Molly. Uh, Molly is standing kind of sadly or bored at the edge of the dance. Because I guess she wants to dance and no one's dancing with her. It's not really clear. She's sad. She lo- she's looking sad. Nephrite sees her. He's wearing a pink mask. Mm-hmm. And he has he laughs evilly and goes, I knew she'd be here. No, you didn't. And I'm like, why did you know that, Nephrite? <laughs> oh, there's no reason to think she'd be here. She's a high school student. Why would she be here? Yeah. And- Actually, she's a junior high student. Definitely stop yeah. thinking about where she is. <laughs> I knew she'd be here. This is such a snoozer. Uh, hello, Molly. May I have this dance? Yeah, and the Japanese, he was like, he couldn't believe his luck. Like he was, he was like, oh my god, what luck! See, that makes yeah. much more sense. Yeah, because he's like, ah, this this person, Molly. They voice over a thought for her, which I honestly think she probably didn't think anything. But they voice over a thought in a Brooklyn accent. She goes, "This is such a snoozer." <laughs> she does have a thought, but I didn't write down what it was because it was more. I just wrote, "God, poor Molly." <laughs> So like it was just her being depressed. It probably just wasn't a weird thing for her to yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, this is just very funny. And so he walks up and he's like, "Uh, hello, Molly," which was very smooth. And then he goes, "May I have this dance?" And then he like takes off his mask and he's like, "He's like, don't you recognize me?" And he takes off the mask and he's and she's like, "Of course I know you. You're Maxfield Stanton or whatever." Oh, yeah, that was the name. I couldn't remember what it Max Maxwell or Maxwell. I wrote it down. <laughs> Maxfield. Maxfield. And then they just like flirt very inappropriate, or he flirts very intensely and inappropriately with her um, before like wh- whisking her off to dance and then continues to flirt with her while they're dancing. Oh, wow. Yeah. In the Japanese, it was more, she was like, oh, like so, because like she clearly recognized him. But <laughs> this is the part that we were talking about earlier where like you can clearly tell that it's Nephrite. And then he just, it's like my glasses right here, which are completely clear. And he's just like, it's me, Nephra. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh. and you also have pink glasses. I do. Yeah, not, not oh, yeah, clear. wearing them. Um, but 
I felt so bad for it. And what was really disturbing in the Japanese, and, and I can see why maybe this is why they took it in that direction with Molly, because it's like disturbingly romantic. Like it's clear that Molly has such a huge crush on him and he's really playing into it. And this dance is like the most romantic night of her life. And then like- That actually makes me really sad. Yeah. Actually all of a sudden. It's like, really uncomfortable. And later when they go out onto the balcony, which I guess I could save that because I think there's a couple things that happen first. Let's save it. It's going to yeah. come up. But yeah, so yeah, he's, and again, I was like, I don't know how much of it was like him doing his creeper voice that he does in the dub, but like, and also he's just clearly like plying her with a lot of lines and you're just like, yeah, it makes you very, I don't think that you're meant to feel as uncomfortable or concerned for her as I did, but I was just very aware and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I wrote mask off, lol. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, yeah, then we, we, we see Serena, who's looking on. It's not really clear if she actually is, knows she's looking at Molly, because, like, she doesn't comment on Molly or, or Maxfield Stanton at all. But she's going, wow, I wonder if my, I wonder if I can run, find my dad. I wonder if he'd recognize me. And then we see her dad in the background, and he's like, wow, she looks just like a princess. He's like, I should take a picture of her for Serena. She's always playing princess. And then Serena's like, oh, awesome. He didn't recognize me. Otherwise, uh, he would have been Fritz, which is not a term I've ever heard. Fritz. Yeah. What the hell is that? And I was like, okay. I'm kind of Fritz that they made fun of that <laughs> or that they created that. According, according, yeah, according to the how. Deke people. Um, so in the <laughs> this scene was so it just felt so strange in the Japanese. Well, I guess not that strange. I would walk that back. It's just like, I couldn't tell if her dad was attracted to her or not. Um, <laughs> yeah, That was so, not the vibe. Yeah, he was taking pictures, obviously. And she's thinking in her head, oh my God, that's my dad. I wonder if he's going to recognize me or something similar. And then he's thinking, that just, that looks just like Serena. <laughs> Uh, except grown up and i wonder if um i wonder if serena will grow up to be that beautiful or something and so we'd like take pictures it's really cute but yeah she was like oh he didn't recognize me so and then she's having a blast because she's like oh he didn't recognize me so then someone spills a drink on serena and so she goes running out to i don't know what she's planning to do i was like just uh, resummon yeah. your stupid dress yeah but she's like oh no my dress and uh, we have we we see Tuxedo Mask who is looking at some guards on a door, and I, I assume he's trying to get to the jewel, but he's just like ah, these guards, what do I do? Because he it's not a legendary jewel thief or anything. Anyways, he sees Princess Serena, mm -hmm. quote unquote, and he's like, oh my gosh, she looks familiar. Could it be? And he thinks of the lady in his dreams. And I actually thought this was a really nice setup because what they literally just established, she doesn't look like Serena. She looks like a princess. Mm -hmm. Or I guess in the dub, the sub we established, she looks like a grown up, like, yeah. And then that's what he's connecting to. And I thought that was a good way to clarify. He's not like, oh, she looks familiar like Serena or, oh, she looks familiar like Sailor Moon. He's thinking, oh, she looks like this grown up princess lady I've been dreaming about. And I thought that was right. neat. Yeah. Like, good very well executed on like implying some things mm -hmm. now we're at the scene where molly has been i guess whisked out onto some sort of balcony or rooftop or something with the creepy dude and uh I so this. fucking creepy he goes uh, first of all she in her brooklyn accent goes reality check here molly 
Maxfield Stanton and me? Oh and then God. he goes, he goes, what's the matter? Do I make you feel uncomfortable? Which was like, I was like, fucking yes. run, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, come on, look at me. And then he does like some sort of hypnosis on her. And she goes, oh. And then he goes, that's better. And then his eyes go red and his hair goes all wavy. And I was like, oh, my God, this is bad. It's like very bad vibes. And then a dark shadow goes into her. It's so much worse. It's really? Because it's romantic. Like, I'm not even kidding. Oh, yeah. He, and Ooh. he's not oh, like yeah. tricking her into mm. looking at him. I, I'll bet they added that so that it was that she wasn't like consenting, <laughs> which she can't. Again, she cannot consent. She's 14. She's underage. This is a grown ass man. Yeah. And he literally like he looks like they're about to like kiss each other. And she starts like closing her eyes because she's like leaning in for a kiss. And like, I can't even remember what he was saying or like what she was saying, but it was like a very kind of like flirtatious, romantic kind of thing. And it was really uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to kiss her. And I was actually fucking relieved. <laughs> when he, he just called forth his little spirit and shot that into her instead. This this is a thought I had when I, cause I was like, do I make you uncomfortable? And I was like, well, you're making me uncomfortable. And I was like, run Molly. But I was thinking about this. Cause I was like, I wanted to say like young people who are being, you know, seduced by an adult, like it's okay if you don't feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like that's the whole point. Like they might make you uncomfortable, but they also might make you feel like, oh yeah, this is totally romantic and safe. That doesn't mean it's okay. It doesn't mean that you did something yes. wrong. Like, cause as you said, it's like, it might feel very comfortable. And the key thing here is you need to be able to talk to other adults about it, safe adults. If if you're in a situation where you, you can't get a, you know, a check-in with a safe adult, that's a bad sign because you need other people who have more experience to be able to like, be like, yes, this was okay. Or yes, this is right. not okay. Yeah. And it's interesting that we both kind of felt the same thing and that like you were thinking the same thing because I was even thinking like, because <clears throat> for her, it's perfectly natural to have this all-encompassing crush and to feel this way and to be like, oh yeah. my God, I'm about to have this kiss with this man that I have a huge crush on, but it's not okay for him. Like, so it's perfectly fine for you to have yes, the crush exactly. and for you to feel that way and to be attracted to them. But like, because it's not weird for you, like you're, it's probably like your first one yeah. or like, well, you don't have that that power that, dynamic and that extra set of, of yeah. yeah. And that's why, I mean, that's what makes it, that's what makes it taking advantage is that they're operating on an uneven exactly. playing field. Not to get too real yeah. here, but again, I was like, I don't, I kind of see why they changed yeah. the scene, but I also feel like in some ways that undercuts the scene a little where it's like, oh, the guy's being very creepy about it. And that's why yeah. it was wrong versus like. Because it's often not as over the top creepy in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing about people that are much older than you is they are very good at yeah. <laughs> lying. Yeah. <laughs> they have more experience. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So he sends a dark shadow into her. Let's not overanalyze <laughs> that metaphor. And then. And then she gets says, really fun. From now on, obey. <laughs> yeah. It says, from now on, obey only me, your one and only master, the Negaverse, which was very yeah. upsetting. And then she turns like blue and evil and goes, <laughs> yes. And uh, that was great. I, I do it. think you need to adjust your so, TV, so, your TV colors because she turns purple, Allison. <laughs> it's not blue. Yeah, she just like, it was like less yeah. flesh toned, I guess is what I'm getting at. It wasn't a clear, coherent color. It was definitely purple. <laughs> 
So Serena is now doing the Molly. Serena's like, it's such a snoozer. No, she doesn't say that. But Serena's like, it's boring to be at a dance and not be. She's like, I, I didn't realize how boring it would be if no one's asking you to dance, which I was like, yeah, kind of mood. And then, of course, Tuxedo Mask comes up and is like, may I have this dance? And so they have a romantic dance together and they're both like, Serena's thinking this feels like a dream. And Tuxedo Mask is thinking this reminds me of my dream, which I liked because um, they're like kind of on the same wavelength. And then the weird thing to me was that as they're dancing, they cut to like the musical background. I wondered if they'd changed because it was like, like horror music, tense, scary cues, like, like something is wrong with this scene. And she's like, why do I get the feeling like we've danced together before? It all feels so right. But the music was telling me something is very, very wrong. Oh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know why they did that. I'm pretty sure it was pretty romantic. So I, was like, I think it's actually meant to be romantic. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it seems like it should be romantic right now. But the music was like, something is wrong. You know, that's something I wanted to comment on, actually. Um, this might be the right point to bring it up since you're talking music. I don't understand why Deke swapped out so much of the original music, especially like the transformation scenes where like I... I, I always feel no. so disappointed when she's transforming in the in the dub. Whereas in the sub, when she's transforming, I'm like, ooh, Sailor Moon. <laughs> like, I'm getting into it, you know? Well, I kind of get the impression. I just assumed that maybe the way they bought it, like, they didn't, they weren't given all the music without voices over it. So they had to, like, do their own music. I feel like they, like, because they but completely changed the vibes, too. Like, they yeah, just changed the music. I should point out too that it's interesting that we just went like this scene with a girl and an adult is creepy and this scene with a girl and an adult is a romantic but i will say that it's a they're kind of vague in the anime about how old darian yeah. is so the age difference is more whatever like who knows what's going on and then b like nephrite just gives like i am a grown fucking man vibe yeah. so hard like he is he doesn't seem like he's like just starting college he seems like he's like 42 with like yes. a mortgage i don't know so and also he's a villain so i don't think we're supposed to be creeped he out he has several books out about pickup artistry like that is the vibe that Nefrite gives exactly exactly so regardless in real life like obviously adults should not of any of any age should not date 14 14 year olds, year olds. <laughs> anime rules who knows what's going on yeah He's anime like, rules who the fuck knows what's going on i mean not that it makes it okay but he's probably like 18 uh darian is. well like i think yeah. in some of the canons they make her 16 and him like mm -hmm. 17 which then which it winds up being so it's like way that's why i said it's vague anime rules yeah. are vague who knows what's going on yeah. in an anime but yeah don't date adults I feels like she could tell her parents about him. I don't know if she ever does, which again, like if you can talk to your parents she about a situation, must. it's infinitely safer. Yeah. So. I would assume she does. I hope Molly could not. I, I said, I hope Molly. I mean, Molly should tell her parents about Maxfield Stanton, but I suspect they would not approve of that situation. <laughs> I just can't get over the name Maxfield Stanton. It's like having two last great names. great name. <laughs> yeah. So I still have like another page to get through. Oh my God, we got to run through this shit. <laughs> okay, we got to run. All right, guys. Sorry, no admittance. The princess called, said it was urgent. I'm doing as asked. She didn't tell us. Huh. So evil Molly with her evil Brooklyn accent, which I really enjoyed, uh, is going to get the diamond slash the diamond princess. And so she goes up to the same guards that Tuxedo Mask couldn't get by. 
And she gets by them with the clever strategy of being like, no, no, I'm supposed to be here. The princess called for me. And for some reason, they bring her upstairs where we meet the princess with her glasses. And by the way, the princess looks like a character from Char Charlie Brown. She's adorable. And she's going, she's really cute. She's like, why can't daddy present this crystal? I'm really nervous. If my stand-in doesn't show up soon, I'm going to have to do it myself. So the guards show up and they're like, this girl says you asked her to come up here. And I was like, bodyguards, wow, you're doing a bad job. Yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, obviously this must be my stand-in, who we never see. So like, who the fuck knows? Yeah, because they made that thing. up for the but job. <laughs> she's like, you, oh, did they really? Yeah. That makes much yeah, sense. She goes, you look just like me. And I was like, she does not. No. And then Molly's yeah. like, you might need to get your prescription checked. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So in the sub, she's um, she's complaining about how, of course, she, it's the same vibe where like she doesn't want to go stand up in front of all those people. And then she's also saying how like nobody actually cares about me. They only care about this diamond and like the family and stuff. And like all they care about is this Aww. fancy diamond. And so when she That's hears the guards. I know. And so what what nega molly is saying is that yeah she i'm her friend i'm and the way that she introduces herself is very like like she becomes so fun like she literally goes i'm naru-chan and i'm a whole lot of fun and like i'm her friend and so they're like hey um this woman like your friend molly is here and the lady's like and, and he's at, and she's asking for you. And so it's, it more fits into, oh, nobody cares about me. And then all of a sudden somebody says that they care about her. And so oh. they let her in. And so she's like, oh, it's a new friend. And you know, thematically that kind of works with the whole issues that are going on with Molly and Nephrite, where it's like, I feel lonely and like no one here cares about me. And then Nephrite's like, no, I'm super happy to see you. And it's like, oh, this person's clearly safe. And it's like, they're not, they're just pretending to be your friend. But yeah, but the reason you're going for that, that's, I like that a lot. Yeah. But then as soon as the doors close, of course, like she gets attacked and I'm like, the bodyguards did not come in. <laughs> the alarms go off and we cut to everyone in the the ballroom reacting to the alarms in uh, Serena standing with Darian or tuxedo mask. And then like Luna just like manifests in Serena's arms. I was like, where were you girl? Dude, I that too. where did she come from? <laughs> great i was like cat were you in this ballroom the whole time <laughs> but she's like it could be the megaverse and then we cut to the nephrite standing below a balcony which it's just occurred to me is probably meant to be like a romeo juliet kind of vibe oh, um okay. and he's like princess down here throw me the crystal and she's like yes master and but serena shows up and tries to stop the evil muppet girl she's like no you can't give him that crystal and then in the struggle, Serena gets thrown off the balcony yeah. <laughs> and Luna goes, hold on. And I was like, I think it's too late for that. <laughs> to what? <laughs> but Tuxedo Mask catches her. Uh, uh, this is so romantic. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was really cute. She's making like crazy noises. Like she's like, no, don't let me fall. Ah, ah, ah. Which I, I figured probably wasn't in the sub. Yeah. It just felt tonally wrong. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, the evil princess is like, well, when opportunity knocks and she starts trying to throw like a uh, Darian off the roof and Luna fucking jumps her like a queen. Yes. I was so happy. Oh, hey, when opportunity knocks. Yeah! Something's wrong. Don't you feel it? Yeah. Wow. Amy, how do you notice? Was it the alarms? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's much more straightforward in the sub where it's like, oh, it looks like something's going on because the alarms are going off and people are running around. Yeah, you don't have to be like, don't you feel it? I was like, there's plenty of reasons to assume something's wrong. Uh, We cut to Nephrite, who's who's looking up at them on the balcony, like Tuxedo Mask catching her, and he's like, Tuxedo Mask, I hate that guy. (laughs) Tuxedo Mask. I hate that guy. If he wants to meddle in my business, he's going to pay for it big. (laughs) there were some really good lines in here yeah um and so he's gonna like blast tuxedo mask or he raises his hand so that's what i assume but mars and mercury show up in costume and mars uses a fire attack to stop him yeah that was dope it was so cool and then serena gets pulled up finally and uh, there's a weird set of scenes where I wondered if they edited it in just because it was a weird cut. Because then Serena's like looking around. She's confused. And Tuxedo Mask's like, take the stairs down. I'll meet you downstairs. And what? then he jumps off the balcony. And it was very strange. No, they ruined it. No. What, what happened? Okay. Because I even took a screen cap because it's amazing. So it happened. And it happened way faster. So the princess... At the point where in the dub, I guess she's saying like when opportunity knocks, she, I can't remember what she says, but she just knocks him off the balcony too. And so they both go over the balcony. So Luna attacks her and then shoots up like, and I think he's like holding on maybe. And so now he's just holding on and like dragging her. And then Luna attacks the princess, the, the evil version of the princess. And then when they're fall, they actually fall and she throws this umbrella at them and he catches it and it opens and then magically they just float down <laughs> to the ground. Oh my gosh. And then, hold on. <laughs> I need to send you this picture so you can feel what, so they just sl- like very gently land on the ground. Hold it up to the camera for me. Okay. That's yeah. amazing. Because- I knew they changed it because it was such a weird cut. And one of the cuts I was like, that's her scene from when she was like, looking around at, like i was just like this is not what happened and there's a oh my god just full hearts with the heart eyes yeah because she's just landed and she's just like but it's just for a split second so i had to like rewind it I wonder and take why a they cut that. was it like oh no kids will jump off the roof holding umbrellas like was Probably. that the reason they cut that because otherwise it's not yeah because i was like that must be a magic umbrella <laughs> Uh, that's my only theory is like, you don't do something kids might mimic or whatever, but yeah, it was just such a weird scene that I was like, and I could recognize a few of the clips from earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what did they change and yeah. why? It's so sad. Cause it was such a great moment. So now they're both downstairs. Uh, and, uh, again, this was weird because Merc, I guess, I don't know what, if Tuxedo Mask moved towards the crystal, which I don't feel like it's downstairs. Maybe he has the crystal. I don't know. But Mercury suddenly goes, hold it right there. Why are you after the crystal? And it was like, did we know he was after the crystal? What's no. happening? And he goes, it's the key to the whole universe. Until I get my hands on it, I'll never find out who I really am. And we cut to like one by one to them all gasping. And then Amy goes, your tuxedo mask, friend of the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I don't know who I really am. You remember that. And then I think he leaves. But it was just a really weird scene. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> it was so much cooler in the sub, I have to admit. So I need to watch I, that. He didn't have the 
Chris, I think that's still upstairs. Like, I think. Yeah. That's what, so I was like, it. why is she saying like, hold it right there? Like, where did that come from? He's not doing yeah. anything. So she didn't do that. So like they, um, where did, I guess Nephrite must have run off after they attacked him. Or no, wait, hold on. Yeah, you're right. Nephrite just kind of vanished. He's going to, we're going to see him in an alley later. Yeah. So I guess he left. Um, Because it's not the big fight fight yet. But so he disappears and then um, I can't remember how they get into the conversation, but it's not a stop right there. It's very much a like, thank you for your help. And then he goes, right? um, he says that he, he hasn't does, done anything yet. Why were they mad at him? Right. And so he does say something about the crystal and that he's looking for it, but he's not quite sure why. And he's like, I need to find out who I am. And they're like, what? Um, and then he goes, and this is the cool part where he was like, so until I know who I am, because they're like, oh, well, you're you're our friend, right? And he was like, well, I don't know who I am, so I could be friend or foe. And then he takes off. <laughs> See, that's so much better. I, that's what I think they were trying to convey with, I don't know who I am, you remember that. But like, yeah. that's the point. He's like, I don't know if I am your friend. It would right. be like such a better translation there. Ugh. Yeah, that whole scene made no sense. They ruined it. How dare yeah. they? Um, probably why that part like literally left no memory on me. All I remember yeah. was glasses, princess. <laughs> so yeah, so now uh, we see Sailor Moon watching after him with heart eyes and goes, oh, my mystery man. <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> oh, one thing I did write down real quick. So um, mm -hmm. when Ray attacks Nephrite to like stop him from killing them, basically, she goes, I won't mm -hmm. let you harm my tuxedo mask. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Ray. <laughs> Ray. Uh, so yeah, so now Sailor Moon transforms, which seems kind of out of place because I was like, there's nothing to fight right now. Um, Princess Diamond, uh, we cut to, she has passed out in the middle of the ballroom. There's an alarmed crowd around her. Sailor Moon's dad is in the background and they have a line for him where he goes, wow, poor Princess Diamond. I need a picture. <laughs> Starts snapping picture. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, that's where he goes. He literally goes, what a scoop. I've got a scoop. I like that too. Yes. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. Uh, we cut to Nephrite, who is hiding in an alley, which I was like, man, fallen very low, brother. Mm -hmm. um, and he goes, I will get that crystal. And he, like a shadow, the shadow monster rises out of Prince Diamond, but she wakes up and then she uses like a dark beam to like take out the crowd. Yeah. But Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts show up. And she like flies, the the evil princess like jumps or flies off the balcony using her dark powers, which is like, I feel like you could have used this earlier, girl. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. But Mars, <laughs> yeah. So Mars to stop her uses one of her like paper talismans like to exercise her. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I wondered if they changed the wording on this because they said, I'll stop, uh, I call, call upon the power of Mars to stop you. Mars fireball charge. And I was like, I mean, you're doing an exorcism here. Like, yeah. I don't think it's oh, a they... fireball attack. Remember how they always, they always take out her chanting and like her actually doing the, the thing. Uh, and mm -hmm. so, cause she does, it, it's like the, all the like monosyllables that she chants. Cause it's like a full chant. And then she like throws it at him and it was, it's always so yeah. fucking cool. And I hate that they cut it out that makes sense. because chanting. <laughs> I I was like, she's not doing a fireball attack on this yeah. girl. She's yeah. doing an exorcism. So I, I figured they changed that. Um, 
just because I was like, that's not what she's doing. Uh, so the monster then does come out of her. So she's exercised. I, I'm using the word exercise. They definitely did not use that word in the dub. Right, uh, but that is what happened. So as the dark monster comes up in the dark shape, you can see this like very evil monster face, which they hilariously recognize as Nephrite. <laughs> and it was like, burn Nephrite. <laughs> I was like staring at it like, how did you know that that was Nephrite? Because I can't tell. <laughs> Exactly. I was like, damn, burn. Because <laughs> they go, that's Nephrite's face. It was really good. Um, and then I, I wrote uh, the darkness attacks again. So they're all like, oh, no, what do we do? And then they somehow they're all like, oh, maybe Mercury's bubbles could do something. And Mercury's like, I don't know, but I'll try. And it was like, lol. Because <laughs> like even the Mercury is like, I don't know if my bubbles are useful. In the situation where it seems most likely to be useful, she's still yeah. like, I don't know about this shit. They ruined it again. <laughs> Man, Big Deke is all over this episode because I actually wrote, they seem to be working better together now because this was like a, one of the rare scenes where, so they're being attacked and it's like they're frozen kind of in place by Nephrite. And so mm -hmm. Mars can't move. Sailor Moon is saying like, we're, we're going to, die probably um like if we don't do something and then sailor mercury again taking the initiative goes i want to try something and then i can't remember what she does is it like the bubbles blast and so, and so like they're all working together but like that's the thing i was like why would you let her come up with this why did two different people have to tell her to do this and then she was like i don't know about this uh yeah so she does her bubbles attack we don't actually get to see it do anything but right. we assume it's helpful because then the tiara attack explodes the monster i will say afterwards sailor moon and sailor sorry mercury does the, the bubbles attack um but afterwards sailor moon and sailor mars like jump up and down and clap hands and celebrate and it was so cute to see them actually bonding yeah. and getting along yeah uh, i'm excited for their so. friendship growing it was really good so to finish the episode princess diamond is oh yeah she's outside because she was possessed she's waking up she doesn't have her glasses on she has like normal anime eyes underneath and she's like feeling around for her glasses and luna goes up to her and is like are you the moon princess and she's like hang on let me find my glasses yeah. she puts them on and luna's like are you the moon princess and she's like oh my god a talking cat and she screams and luna's like she's not it <laughs> and then Luna goes, the real princess would have been expecting me. And I was like, lol, she so was not. No. Because <laughs> that is exactly what Serena did when the cat talked to her. <laughs> exact same thing. Yeah. So the yeah. princess uh, does her reveal of the crystal. And it is a statue of looks like the princess with her glasses yeah. sparkling like crazy. It's kind of pretty, kind of tacky. Yeah. And she says, this has been in our family for 400 years. And I'm like, well, why does it look exactly like you? I feel like this lends credence to the idea that she's the moon princess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. But Nephrite's like, this is worthless to me. And then Luna's like, I guess I'll have to keep looking for my princess. Hey, Serena. <laughs> Which I really liked. It was well done. Yeah. And meanwhile, Serena goes, I feel like I'm like a real princess right now waiting for my prince. And either bumps into Tuxedo Mask or imagines slash dreams that she bumps into Tuxedo Mask because they have this like dance and they're saying things. It's implied that this is all a dream, mm -hmm. 
No, it's real. So she gets her first kiss in a dream. It's very strongly in the dub implied to be a dream. And she says, for now, we can only meet in our dreams. So I think it was really weird. I didn't like it. It was unclear. But the vibe was like, I guess she just suddenly fantasized or dreamed about Tuxedo Mask showing up and giving her her, her, her first kiss. I know why. <laughs> so... <laughs> First of all, how convenient that everybody forgets that there was like a crazy monster attacking them and they just celebrate yeah, they, Crystal. They all got passed out. It's yeah. Fine. And they, and they all wake all the up. Time balls. Yeah, totally. And yeah. then just nobody back questions. to the event. They don't, yeah. nobody's like, oh my God, there was a gas attack. Right. Like, all like yeah, this is fine. <laughs> like, oh, rich people love passing out for no reason. Yeah. So they started, so they all start dancing again. And then Serena walks up to this table. And so she's back in her princess outfit. And because she's just having the time of her life now. And she goes up to this table that's full of alcoholic beverages and is like, Oh, I want some juice. And juice. Oh, that's why they did the dream thing. She's fucking drunk. Yes. And so she grabs the glass and like drinks it, thinking it's juice, and then immediately is hammered. And so then she's kind of like drunkenly like and like bumps into Tuxedo Mask, who is like helping to stand her up. And then this is what I didn't like. Is that, so he takes her out onto First a balcony. First kiss with an underage girl while she's, she's drunk. She's drunk. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So they're both talking about how like, um, oh, like this feels like there's something about like very long ago. Like I feel like we knew each other or something. And it's like, it would be romantic except for the fact that she is drunk. And I literally wrote cute, but sir, she is drunk. <laughs> and, and, yeah, so that, and it feels very creepy because he's like leaning her up against this pillar. Cause she can't hold herself he up. A drunk girl isolated her from everyone yeah. else flirted with her and kissed her. Eh, I don't like yeah. that. Nope. So it's not my favorite for her first kiss. <laughs> yeah. And that does it because I was like the dream thing was so weird yeah. and also very confusing. Like I was like, is this a dream or isn't it? Why? Why is this so confusing? Why did it happen out of the blue? I thought that was a bad choice, but honestly, I'm not really sure what else they could have done yeah. with that. Like it they, they kind of do have to change it. It is animated kind of dreamlike because and it, there is a cute. There's a cute moment where she's saying this feels like in her head she's saying this um this feels nostalgic mm-hmm. you know because obviously like they're faded yeah. loves um i think that they could have fixed it by just not have like just cutting the alcohol part and just having her be her normal yeah. clumsy self and then yeah she could have just been like i feel kind of dreamy you know yeah i think yeah. you're right i think they could have just cut that and then left the rest of it i, have, I haven't seen the scene but that would be my guess the the animation style was a little weird, which is part of why I was like, is yeah. this a dream or not? I can't tell. But and like, that might be why they did that, I guess. I maybe know. they just didn't want to have her have a kiss because I mean, but there's that's literally in the dub. They're definitely reducing that age difference. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I'm a sucker for romance. Um, and this one is just chock full of like, it's so romantic, but there's something really fucked up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think they're really gonna like lean into the nephrite Molly tragic oh. romance angle. So we'll see what they do with that. God, there must be because, so much uh, fan fiction about that. The next episode is called Molly's Folly. 
Aww. or Wish Upon a Star, Naru's First Love. And the episode after that is Naru's Tears, Nephrite Dies for Love. Oh my god! It's gonna be Nephrite's funeral! (laughs) I know! It's coming up! So not next episode, but the episode after that, Nephrite's funeral. Did I sound too excited for that? (laughs) Uh, I mean, mood. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. Jedi never meant, like, never sexually harassed underage girls like this one did. Jedi had very strong asexual vibes. Yes. Like he seemed, he had like the episode where Serena in costume was flirting with him and that other monster girl were flirting with him. He seemed just kind of bewildered by the whole of it. Yeah. Um, I really liked that for him. (laughs) It's so funny for me how he, and we say this every time, but like how he, he uses his sexuality without knowing that he's using it. Like he just is naturally hot. And like, doesn't so realize that him. that is why he's so effective is that he's just really hot. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, Nephrite's like a sleaze bag. Yeah. So what do you think the sailor says was? <laughs> okay, let me re- remember what the dub was doing. Um, okay, so I think it's going to be something around. It's usually like, I can't go wrong with trying the power of friendship or something. Um, and how um through friendship you can overcome obstacles we'll go with that okay (laughs) what obstacles are they overcoming (laughs) i mean not my best effort (laughs) (laughs) audrey says friendship will help you overcome obstacles please let me go lie down So what was it? I will say this sailor says, I think they kind of got some of the vibes we got because they were like, we're going to talk about stranger danger. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm impressed. I'm going to say ahead of time that I felt like this specific advice fits better for the the previous episode where Molly goes and meets him like Mm. alone at a mall. But anyways, (laughs) sailor says, when Tuxedo Mask said he wanted the silver imperial crystal, I didn't know if I could trust him anymore. It'd be nice if we could trust everyone, but there are people in the world who are dangerous. Be careful. There are people in your community and other places who can hurt you. Let your parents and friends know where you're going and don't go to places that are deserted or make you feel scared. A place where you are scared is a place where you shouldn't be. Sailor Moon says, see ya. Just so you know, your neighbor down the street might be a murderer. All right, bye. Well, and, and here's where I said they they had half good advice, which is like people in your community that you trust might not be trustworthy. They can hurt you. Talk to your parents. But then they also had this whole like, don't go deserted places where you feel scared, which is like not a thing that happened in this episode. Yeah. That's so literally what happened. They were like, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, this episode, she wasn't in a deserted place. She never felt scared. So that wasn't very helpful advice for her avoiding the creepy dude. So I thought that was, I was like, I like that you're finally addressing this, but I like, I wish you like could match your messages up a little more to the content. Yeah, it's a little bit too little too late also, because I have definitely, after watching Molly meet up with Nephrite in an abandoned mall, already taken several Tinder dates to abandoned malls. Yes. Also, like, 
like, is that an issue? Like teenagers going places they feel scared and not realizing that they shouldn't go somewhere. I mean, I guess like, because to me, like when teenagers do that, that's like beginning of a horror movie. Like, let's break mm -hmm. into the haunted mansion. It's not like beginning of being taken advantage of by an older dude. Right. Um, don't go somewhere you feel scared. What? <laughs> yeah, the one for the, the modern era is don't go make TikToks in abandoned buildings where you feel scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't go. Uh, what is it they call it? Uh, urban oh, adventuring, uh, urban exploring, something yeah, like that. Yeah, urban exploration. Yeah, don't do that. That's not yeah. safe. Buildings can collapse on you. But there's um, also something to be said for like, it's also kind of bad advice to like, don't don't go anywhere you're scared. Because I'm like, well, sometimes it's scary to go give a speech somewhere. That doesn't mean that you yeah. shouldn't go there. And like, they, they changed it in this episode. So she was like uncomfortable. But like, the whole point is like, a lot of times you don't feel uncomfortable right. with the people that aren't safe, which is why you still need to tell people where you're going and check in with an adult because like, yeah. they can pick up on stuff that you can't pick up on. Well, um, yeah, because these people are predators. And that's literally what they do is try to make you feel comfortable. They camouflage. Yeah, yeah they camouflage. So it's not like terrible advice. Like I do agree. Like if you're feeling uncomfortable, you're allowed to get yourself out of a situation, yes. even if people are pressuring you, but it's also not like really helpful for the situation that Molly was in because she wasn't feeling right. uncomfortable. Just try to find somebody trustworthy that you can talk to because it's really dangerous to be in a situation where, where you can't get that gut check from yeah. anyone. So yeah. Ideally, yeah, you'll talk to these people, your parents, you know, or, or other someone will be, you'll be able to say, hey, I really like this grown up man <laughs> without. I really like but, this. Um... I really like this man, Maxfield Stanton. And your mom's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> the pickup artist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, you got, that's, you got to have. The entrepreneur who was on the cover of Entrepreneur, Maxfield Stanton. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I think that's a lot of times the reason that people are keeping these yeah. secrets is they're, they're worried they're going to be judged or told. And no a lot of times they are. something that's important be, to them. You know? Yeah. 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 You just accept. So yeah, it's great. Love it. So that's our therapy for all of you guys yeah. is, you know, cultivate those supportive relationships that can do the vibe checks. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> vibe check. Vibe check. Uh, creep check. What? <laughs> I think we already said that next episode will be Nar Molly's Folly. So I guess we're going to have a lot more vibe checks going on as well. All right. So, oh, um, all right. So we're going to, we're going to end with our own sailor says. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to go with sailor says <laughs> being drunk means that you can't consent. <laughs> I mean, that's a very good one. And so if you really want to kiss your crush or kiss someone, it doesn't have to be a crush. Maybe it's one night stand. That's whatever. But you're sober and they're drunk. They cannot consent. That is not okay for you to do. So yes. do not separate them from their friends. In fact, go find their friends. Be like, hey, yes. she's drunk. Uh, yes. Take care of her. Because you want to know that they're actually want to have a kiss with you. Like that's yeah. important. So wait till they, they can do that. Yes. Um, let's see. Mine, I feel like I've already lectured enough on the whole, like, you know, stranger danger, blah, blah, yeah. I've given that. So we, oh, let me pick a different sailor says. Let's try a different angle. <laughs> sailor says that uh, 
well, I honestly, you know what I thought they were going to do when they started with like, uh-huh. uh, with the tux- when Tuxedo Mask said he wanted the, the Sailor Crystal, I didn't know if I could trust him. I honestly thought they were going to give us a lecture about stealing being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you really need it to recover your lost memories, stealing things is wrong. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> so that's not my lecture. My lecture is if your friend needs a crystal to recover his lost memories, you should help him get that crystal. Jeez. Why yes. aren't you guys more helpful? <laughs> he helps you all the time. Go help he him. Does. Yeah. That's my, my, my lecture. Go help him. So maybe you'll get a consensual kiss. <clears throat> yeah. Barter for the kiss. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, also, stop telling your friend not to eat. That's just weird, oh Luna. Get a grip. Yeah. <laughs> Examine your issues, Luna. I mean, we've said it before. I'll say it again. It's more endearing when she's making mistakes as a young voice than yes. when she's making mistakes as like a mom voice. Yeah. Not even mom. Like she sounds like a grandma. She sounds like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Like grandma Mary Poppins. Yeah. And she's like, don't eat, Serena. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, good you're God. going to get fat. It's like, like the headmistress what? of my school is telling me not to eat. <laughs> There's more to life than chocolate shakes, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Now hold out your hands and your knuckles so that I might wrap them with my ruler. <laughs> Claws. Yeah. But she did say Serena's life this time. That was badass. I was she into did. it. So. All right. Well, I guess we got to end. We already did our sailor sets. All right, folks. I will see you all. We'll talk to you all next week. Have a beautiful yeah. week and be ready for more therapy. Yay. Bye. Bye.